0: We were in negotiations, we're investing in real estate, they're winning, they're making money. What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Real Estate Educators Podcast, where we provide education you can build on. I am your host, Kevin Amalsh. This podcast is unlike any that we've seen or I've seen. We're focusing not only on real estate investing education, but on the content creation behind it. If you'd like what you hear, hit subscribe, leave us a review. I am so excited to welcome you to today's guest. Troy, we've been, uh, what, we've known each other 10 years or something? It's been quite a while. 11. 11 years. You you did the math before you jumped on, huh? (laughs) He's been in real estate indirectly with his father as a general contractor. Your mom was in property management, and now you coined it Troy says he is a serial connector in the industry, both in Colorado and nationwide, helping investors and property owners save time and money, solving problems and creating solutions. Troy,
1: what is up, man? That is the shortest bio I think I've ever written. So, <laughs> You know why we do that is because I want you to tell, I don't want
0: to tell your story. I want you to tell your story. So let's start there, man. Tell us, take us back. You, you were indirectly in in real estate with your dad and your mom. Talk to me about that.
1: Yeah, you know, I was actually telling a member recently, uh, they always come out of uh, nowhere and say, so what's your story? And so I have to think about it myself. But you know, my dad was a GC. He's been in construction all of his life. I spent my summers putting down hardwood floor and uh, misery of the humidity of the Midwest. And I certainly watched my mom manage properties for investors. She primarily worked with independent real estate investors. And I would. The more I thought about it, I was like, I don't want to be her, I want to be them. And so, you know, that rich dad, poor dad concept comes into play. And I I came from the not-for-profit sector uh, in uh, the arts, uh, sort of a really bizarre way into real estate, but uh, never in my life did I think that I would own a home. Never did I think that I was going to pay off my student loans and... Uh, fast forward to Oh six. So I started working for the national real estate investors association and I, I just stumbled upon this place. Uh, it felt like Oz. I was like, I don't know who any of these people are. I don't know what they're doing, but I have a job and that's all I care about. But you know, I, my responsibility was in the meetings and events side of things. And so I, I sat in the room, so many webinars, so many, workshops, so much education, and it took me a very, very long time before I actually quote-unquote drank the Kool-Aid. I just moved out to Colorado in 2012, uh, and I was surrounded by three solid investors up in Northern Colorado, founders of i uh, Dave Long, Mike, and Greg Vogel, and they said, you know, you're really going to have or want credibility. Uh, you really got to be doing this and I come from the association management world where you just do your job and the rest of it sort of plays itself out. But it seemed so much more important that I'd be involved in real estate. And so in 2014, I flipped my first house up in Fort Collins. Um, I, I can remember my dad coming out and looking at the property and he's, he's used to Kentucky figures. And when he saw what I bought the house for, He was ready to come out guns a-blazing, wanting to know who had taken advantage of his boy. (laughs) (laughs) That's um, funny. Then I I showed him the magic. We uh, flipped it, and it was a complete gut, and never would I ever tell a beginner investor to do a complete gut. I did it. I learned a lot. After that, I can remember telling my dad what the after-repair value came in with the appraisal, and he was just dumbfounded. And he's proud of you. Yeah. Well, it suddenly got him interested. And it's like, he's like, I've been on the wrong side of real estate for all this time. And I was like, yeah. After that, I had decided to take a little bit of sabbatical away from I-Corps and uh, did some consulting with real estate investor associations around the country after I, I sold the property. And looking back, I would have never sold that property uh, given what interest rates are now and the cash flow for that property. But um, I did some private lending uh, actually with Dave Lund while I was out traveling. And then I came back and I decided that I wanted to start acquiring rentals. Uh, that made more sense for me. Uh, it was just my comfort zone. And of course, everybody has their opinion about what's best, what's not best. But you know, the biggest thing I can tell people is just go with what you feel is comfortable to you and what you're knowledgeable of. But here I am, uh, three doors down and depending upon how much cash flow I get, you know, 15 to 25 more to go. So Yeah,
0: nice. Yeah. So that first one, it was a complete gut. You see, you never told me this story. So it was a complete gut. Did Did you do okay on it? You made some money?
1: Yeah, I was at the right place at the right time. Uh, I can remember talking about this property to one of the other investors up in Fort Collins. Christoph, uh, if you know him, very seasoned guy. He had actually looked at this property and decided to pass because it was too much work. He did it. (laughs) (laughs) One of those things where probate tax lien issue, uh, the family came and got what they wanted, but the lady was a hoarder. Uh, she She ran a dog grooming business and a... Uh, catering business out of her home. but I don't know how Whoa. the two work together, but that's a combination. there were just stacks of books and cooking supplies everywhere in this house. And it was just a disaster. So, okay. <clears throat> so, take me back. You, you went through the entire project. You were GC, I assume. You were managing my dad, the, con- the. My dad was actually. He came out uh, and spent three months in Colorado. Oh, and, so he helped you through it. Yeah. Oh, that's huge. It very much so. I feel that was a blessing in disguise. And you shared you shared a little of the profit with them, I assume. Uh, of course I did. Yeah. Actually, uh, at the closing table, I just slid a check across from him. He wasn't expecting it. And at that time, I was getting ready to take off traveling around the world. And I said, you can only spend this money on travel. And we, I ended up taking him to go to Machu Picchu in Peru. And we had a great time. And it was sort of like the cherry on the top of the Sunday for all the trouble we went through with doing my first flip. Oh, that's such a great story.
0: So it was, it wasn't just a flip. You didn't just make money. You didn't just learn a lot. It was a bonding experience for you too.
1: Yeah. It, I, I can't say that it was all uh, amazing. There was a couple of times we didn't, we didn't speak for a little while after that. I think we needed that break, but I think we came out stronger on the other side. Yeah.
0: That's awesome.
1: Now you, you migrated into, well, it sounds
0: like you were already sort of in the real estate education space before you were an investor. So that is unique. We see yeah. most, most people invest first and then they, they start educating to help give back and they want to educate to help benefit their own business in some way. Um, so tell us a little bit about i and what you've done there and, and what you do on the education side.
1: I don't know how familiar everyone is with the term RIA or Real Estate Investors Association, but that's sort of synonymous with all of the meetups and groups and clubs and associations out there that either provide advocacy and governmental affairs, education, uh, resources to help investors, you know, keep moving forward. Um, And I was working... Uh, I started off in the association world for the Cincinnati Apartment Association, strangely enough, and then went to the National Real Estate Investors Association. I, I didn't really get enough boots on the ground type of experience, but I got the opportunity from Dave, Mike, and Greg up in Fort Collins to come to Colorado. And i is Colorado's Real Estate Investors Association across the front range, and it it was a very easy task to take it on because what they had built was an ex- extension of them and their personalities. And they come from a place of abundance, which isn't always the case in real estate, real yeah. estate investing and real estate investing education. But they made it so easy for me from a, a business standpoint to be able to, to sell this, this community. Uh, and it grew rather quickly, and it was just based in uh, Fort Collins from 08 until 2012. And, you know, for the longest time, I think it was right at 70 members. And then we decided to, like, I remember sitting down with you having this conversation. I was yeah. like, we want to move into to Denver. And you're like, why? <laughs> but... that well, uh, was I said that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we expanded into... Denver in 2012, and then Colorado Springs in 2013. And we have grown as much as 650 members um, in that time. Obviously, there's ebb and flow and then the pandemic and all those sorts of things. But, um, you know, I think it was Justin in your office who gave me a book uh, by Zig Ziglar, I think. But I've always sort of embodied that philosophy of helping others without any expectation will come back to you tenfold. And truthfully, it has in both my investing of my professional career. Uh, I find it incredibly helpful to myself to help others first. Yeah, you do have a big
0: heart and we love partnering with you and, and trying to help the com- investor community here in Denver. So we appreciate everything that you do for sure. Now, ICOR is the the national RIA. You said in Colorado, it's the only one, right?
1: Correct. Um, and that's where you know I a colleague of mine once said, you know, that there are plenty of clubs and meetups, and clubs are for hobbyists, and associations are for professionals. And I would say that. Predominantly in our industry, I don't think that a lot of investors think of themselves as business owners, but if you were to start a business, you wouldn't start without some sort of plan. Um, And I think those things, we always focus on the investing strategy education, but we never think about what it is to be a small business owner that holds real estate as part of its portfolio and how do you treat your investment as that business Yeah, I totally agree. Um, So, how
0: for you, the business is the association, right? So, you do some investing. It sounds like, but your primary focus is just giving back and helping people uh, reach their goals. So, what are some of the ways that you and your association does that or accomplishes that
1: goal? Well, you know, in in my introduction, uh, I, I somebody jokingly called me a serial connector, and it's literally just that, and since the pandemic and we lost some of that face-to-face interaction, I started what I call the Colorado Real Estate Concierge. And that is giving my members time, giving them my time. And I think that's the biggest thing that you can give anybody is your time. And it's been the most helpful setting down at least face-to-face virtually and having a conversation, understanding their problem and figuring out... You know, what are some options for them? What are the resources to help them accomplish this and at least get them to the next leg of the race?
0: The Real Estate Educators Podcast is brought to you by Pine Financial Group. Pine Financial Group is a private lender specializing in value-add bridge lending for real estate investors. This is accomplished by raising private money from individual investors and lending that money out in short-term real estate loans. Pine operates one of the coolest public mortgage funds on the market because it brings consistency and security to your investment portfolio without giving up on returns. The fund pays its investors a flat 8% return with monthly distributions. There is a low minimum investment and no lockup period. That's right. You can request all of your money back at any time without any fees. Diversify your portfolio out of Wall Street and into Main Street with the Pine Financial Group Public Fund, PFG Fund 5. Find out more at pinefinancialgroup.com. That's pinefinancialgroup.com. Yeah, and how does this benefit you? I know you always you always give me crap for asking this question, but like our listeners want to want to help people, but they also want to grow their own business, also. So, how can content creation or content marketing or creating an association or any of that help them? Do you
1: think? I mean, I, I think I think it's important to sort of label yourself as a subject matter expert. Um, And focus on the things that you are most adept at Um, and write and produce content around that Uh, it's going to help I always say I'm not here to give you the answers I'm just here to make sure that you're asking the right questions. And that's the thing is like I want to be able to ask the right questions and anytime a beginner investor comes to me it's 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 almost verbatim the same story, just slightly different variables. And uh, I created a process called the True North Planner, uh, with, which is inside of i And it literally takes them through a business planning process to help them understand what are they trying to solve in their life with real estate? Then understanding how risk adverse they are, how active or passive they want to be as an investor. And then seeing where they are in terms of the education that they do have and finding the gaps of the things that they don't have. And then ultimately putting together that one to two page plan so that they can focus and not get shiny object syndrome, which I'm sure a lot of your listeners have, have dealt with. Oh, sure. Uh, But, you know, I think it's Tony Robbins that says that uh, we overestimate what we can do in a year and we underestimate what we can do in 10. And so We used to say our five-year plan, our 10-year plan. And I think that time moves so quickly now that keeping that narrow and short and being nimble and being able to pivot with all the things that are happening in the real estate market uh, make you a better and informed investor and ultimately set you up to go longer into the game.
0: Yeah, so I love where you're going with this. Um, So joining an association like yours helps them use call it true north was it true north true north so your help giving them direction and and anytime you join an association or something like that you're going to be surrounded by people encouraging you and, and going true north right um and i know you got a very well structured organization you know we did our our meetups for a long time just totally no structure right just let's just hang out so that's how that's how we did it Uh, but you're very structured. So what, if someone joined I-Corps, what, what do they get? What's the benefit to them
1: for joining a group like yours or joining yours? We, we used to be called the investment club of the Rockies and we changed it. And I can remember one of the members asking, are you guys turning socialist on us when we said community? Um, I I
0: don't
1: even know what that means. but... (laughs) (laughs) But it, truthfully, it's just that it's, it's, when you show up to an I Corps meeting, it's not a, a complete stranger. Most of the people that have been there have been there for years, and they continue to come back because of the value that they get. And it's that community. You know, you're going to show up. You're going to surround yourself by the right people, and you're going to get the resources, the information that you need to move faster. Um, you know, not to say that everything needs to happen right now, but uh, I can tell you success isn't always uh, I, what's what's the right word here? Success isn't always uh, as easy as it appears. And uh, if you've ever watched Moneyball uh, with Brad Pitt, you know he talks about just getting on base. and I know that in the education space, everybody's always selling home runs, home runs. They're selling the sizzle and not the steak, right? And if you can just focus and surround yourself by the right people, uh, so that when you are making these big lofty decisions, you again, are have the ability to make informed decisions. And those people are gonna guide you and eventually or potentially partner with you on deals. And suddenly your network, which you've been probably working by yourself goes from one to now 600 yeah um outside of that through our national organization i mean we have the discounts and the rebates and we have forms and documents but those those are just uh features of the membership um i i like to say that as a connector my reputation is in in question every time that i have a speaker on the stage or every time that i have somebody teaching a workshop and so the due diligence that you should be doing, I'm already doing for you. Um, generally, before a speaker steps on the stage, I've done, you know, five to eight hours worth of prep with that individual speaker, helping educate them on what our members need or want. You know, they're the subject matter expert. I just need to bridge the gap between the learner and the subject matter expert.
0: Hey, you bring up a good point there about the diligence, <clears throat> because you got to be very careful. I would assume in your role, uh, because if you bring someone on on stage that takes advantage of your members, um, man, that can't be a good thing. Have you have you had any experiences like that over the years? Uh, we don't need to say any names or anything, but I'm just—you got me thinking now.
1: Well, uh, you know, truthfully, I, I've had one instance that is is burned into my mind. In the mid, so we have monthly meetings in Colorado Springs, Denver, and in Fort Collins. And so long story short, we got through Colorado Springs, we got to Denver, but at the Denver meeting, I just didn't like what I was hearing. And so at the end of the evening, uh, I simply asked them that their services would no longer be needed and that they could go. Is there any advice? on our listeners
0: are both real estate investors. As you know, you talk to them all the time, but they're also, they wanna be you, right? Troy, they wanna teach other people how to do real estate. Maybe it's for a personal benefit, like I said, or maybe it's giving back or maybe it's both. What is some advice for someone who wants to get going with uh, maybe it's a, it's a podcast. I know you've been doing some of that. Maybe it's a newsletter or maybe it's an association. So
1: what's what's a piece of advice you can give us? I, what I what I impress upon my members is, I want you to go out and find the place that's that works for you. The group, the subject matter expert, and I always say, trust your gut. Every time that I haven't trusted my gut, I've should have listened to it in the first place. Uh, but you want to understand what their intention is. And so you need, as a subject matter expert or a content creator, is you know, talk about what your uh, intention is. What are you trying to do? What are you trying to provide? How are you trying to help people? And if you have something on the back end, be completely transparent about it. because you know, uh, some people in the sales industry think that cold calling or sales uh, are a bad thing. I personally see it as I'm providing somebody with a resource that they didn't have access before. I've done the due diligence, and it's certainly, it's up to them to do theirs. So, if you're going to create content, be as transparent as possible. Um, you know, be willing to ask, answer the hard questions. Be completely transparent when your members want to know what you're doing uh, as an investor. Um, I think that's probably the best thing that I can offer. I think that's fantastic. And that's one of our core
0: values here at Pine Financial. And transparency is is like, it's one of the core values. But I think about like going through the sales process and how we bring in capital or we loan it out to a, an investor. And, and when I'm just super clear about I'm doing this for a profit and here's how I make my money and I just lay it out there, it just brings all the defenses down. And then it seems like you close a heck of a lot more people. They really want to do business with you when you're just transparent like that. So I try and love that advice. Um, Anything else you want to share before we we let you go here?
1: No, if you're in Colorado, look me up and let me know how we can help. Yeah, let's talk about uh, that. So how do they get involved? Where do they go? Uh, probably the easiest thing would be to go to our website. Uh, there's a ton of free resources, but you can go to www.icorockies.com. Uh, you can find the calendar for events. Our newsletter is located on the homepage. There's also uh, product and service providers that are part of the organization as well as investors. So uh, these have been vetted or work with individuals as well, just like Pine being one, and uh, and you know, if you don't see what you're looking for, let me know, and I can at the very least look for it or steer you in the right direction.
0: Okay. And all of that information on your website. They can get a hold of you. Are you guys still doing a free meeting there for like a, a, a an initial meeting for free or anything like
1: that? Absolutely. Uh, your first time guest pass is free. Uh, otherwise, it's twenty five dollars, or you can certainly join. Uh, as a, a member as well um, depending upon what you're, again what your needs are yeah
0: so definitely come out check out a meeting it's a free sample right So yeah, we all love free samples so come check it out um try really appreciate you coming on we'll have you back on again um later because i want to i want to keep picking your brain and, and getting to know you a little bit better and getting to know how you are educating real estate investors so appreciate you all right. Thanks, Kevin. Hey, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. If you did, please be sure to follow and leave us a review. Oh, yeah. And tell a friend.